Christian psychologist and author, Dr. Henry Cloud, shares an illustration that I just think is so powerful. He talks about what happens when you shine a light on the life of someone who is wise. In other words, when you show them the things that they need to know about themselves, the things they need to see and address and know. When you shine the light on the life of someone who is wise, what they do is they change. They adjust themselves according to the light, and they grow. On the other hand, he goes on to talk about what happens when you shine the light on the life of someone who is a fool. The reaction is much different. When you show a fool what they need to know, what they need to address, what they need to pay attention to or change, instead of adjusting themselves to the light and making those changes, a fool adjusts the light. Someone who is foolish adjusts the light away from themselves. Yeah, they, they just, you can't teach them, they won't listen. They just turn the other way because they're foolish. How about you? Do you adjust yourself to the light? Or are you a fool? And you foolishly adjust the light. Are you wise in that regard or foolish? Too often, we're all a little bit foolish. And we just don't listen. And you just can't teach us. And it's hard to admit, and you probably don't think you have a problem. You probably are, are thinking, yeah, boy, I like that illustration. That, that Henry Cloud, he's a smart fella, and I agree. He's very smart. You and I are very quick to think, well, that doesn't apply to me, and, but I tell you, I know somebody. I know somebody. There's somebody in my family. Oh, boy, that's my husband. That's my wife. Those are my kids. Or I have a friend. Yeah, it, very rarely do we look in the mirror and, and we're honest enough about ourselves to admit this, but we probably all have at least one area that you just can't teach us. It's just so hard for us to admit. But we're hard-headed, and we just don't listen. And to be honest, it's probably harder in an area of our life where we've experienced success or an area of our life where we have perceived knowledge or perceived strength. In other words, if there's something that you feel like you're really good at or you know a lot about, chances are it's really hard to point something out to you. It's really hard to teach you. It's really hard to show you something you need to change or adjust. When it's an area that you feel like you know a lot about or you're strong in, or maybe it's an area you've had success and other people come to you and ask you about it. And they want to know what you think about it. In those areas of our lives, when someone points something out and shines the light on it, I wonder what we do. Do we adjust ourselves? Or we adjust the light? Which one mostly describes you? A few days ago, 
we're sitting on the back porch, my wife Donna and I, and uh, I was thinking through this and, and studying this and getting ready for this. And I asked her, I said, hey, listen, I want to ask you a question and please be gentle in your answer. And I asked her, I said, where am I hard-headed? Where is it really hard for someone to have input in my life and to teach me or show me something that I need to change and do better? And she just kind of smiled. She said, seriously? I said, yeah, yeah, seriously. And she took a moment, and she took an uncomfortable amount of moments to answer. And I reminded her, be gentle, be gentle. And before I knew it, we were having a conversation about my driving and my driving habits and my driving etiquette. And she's spot on, spot on. Yeah, yeah, when I'm driving and, and, and she tries to point something out or somebody else tries to point something out that I'm doing wrong, I'm, man, I'm just kind of closed off. I don't know what it is about that. Now, of course, we talked about some other things, but I'm only willing to talk to you right now about my driving because some of that other stuff is a little bit too personal. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I mean, just to think about where am I resistant? Where do I automatically start adjusting the light? How about you? Well, how do you know? How do you know? Maybe, maybe you're like, well, I, I see what you're saying, and, and I'm with you, but I'm not quite sure. I'm not quite sure if that's me or not. So, so here's a couple things to consider. Here's a hint. Here's a question. What happens... When someone suggests a new idea or a different way, how do you respond? Especially in an area where you think you know a lot or others assume you know a good bit. What happens when someone suggests a new idea or a different way? Or what happens when someone corrects you? When someone says, hey, you, you're doing this all wrong. Or wait, there's a better way to do this. There's a better way to see this. Or, you know what, you need, really need to make some adjustments and changes here. How do you respond? When someone offers a new idea or when someone tries to correct you? You might want to sit with that a little bit. You may even need to just hit pause so you can just like, mm, let, me, let me think that through. Perhaps you do one of these three things. You defend immediately. If someone's trying to point something out to you, you immediately go on the defensive and the walls go up and you close them off and you're like, no, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. Or maybe you're not quite so bold as to say how wrong they are in a point of conflict or maybe you're just very skeptical. I'm not so sure you know what you're talking about there. You immediately, though, get defensive and you defend. When your husband, when your wife, when your parents, when your children, when a friend, when an employer, when a coworker, when anyone tries to point something out to you, instead of listening and adjusting yourself to the light, you reach up and adjust the light and you defend. Maybe you dismiss it. Yeah, we do this often. Yeah, well, no, no, that's just the way I am. You don't understand. And then really, to be honest, it's no big deal. It's no big deal. I don't know why you're making such a big deal out of this. And, and to be quite honest, it's not my fault anyway. I'm a victim, right? I can't help it. it it's just who I am. And in dismissing it, what we're doing is we're not being honest and open and making the adjustments. We are adjusting the light. 
Or it could be that you just deflect, right? You, you just deflect. Someone's trying to show you something and you immediately resist and go into blame mode. Well, it's your fault. Well, it's their fault. Or you change the subject. Or, get this, got to be careful here. You turn it around on them. Well, you, and you get aggressive, and you deflect what they're trying to point out to you. What we need to understand is that is what a fool does. That is a foolish way to live. And God tells us this. Yeah, he does so clearly. And I want us to look in into the book of Proverbs, the wisdom of King Solomon. And by the way, let me remind you, through the month of July, as a church, we're reading through the book of Proverbs together, one chapter a day, because there's 31 chapters in the book of Proverbs in the Old Testament, and there's 31 days in the month of July. So what better time during a series where we're talking about how to foolproof your life, we, we spend time reading the scriptures that talk so much about foolishness and what wisdom is. Let, let me show you. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, Solomon writes. And that fear is not about being afraid, it's about respect and reverence. But fools, a foolish person, despises wisdom and instruction. When you give someone wisdom and instruction and they respond foolishly, yeah, they just turn away from that wisdom and instruction. And this, let's go to the next one. The wise are glad to be instructed. Like, show me. Yeah, yeah, give, give me a gift. Instruct me. But a babbling fool falls flat on their face. I, that, I love that phrase. It's interesting, babbling fools. When I think of someone who babbles, someone who just goes on and on and on and on, even about something they don't talk about, I think immediately of a toddler that's just learning how to talk. Or, or a, a very young child that just talks. You ask them a question and they just start talking. Whether or not they know anything about what's really going on, and even though their knowledge base is very, you know, limited because they're young and inexperienced in life, doesn't keep them from talking, you know. What's your favorite food? I eat nuggets, and I have a puppy, and I like to play on the playground, and I have a little sister, and I want to grow up to be a garbage man, and I like outer space. Okay? But what's that got to do with, you know, let's go back to the nuggets thing. All right? They just babble. And that's what a fool does. I mean, I'm not calling, you know, toddlers foolish. They're, obviously, they're, they're toddlers. Young children are young children. But as adults, have you seen that? Have you ever caught yourself doing that? I'm sure you've seen other people do it, right? Instead of addressing the issue at hand, they're just going on and on and on, talking about all kinds of stuff, even stuff they don't even really know about. And that's a foolish way to respond. Let's go to the next one. Wise people treasure knowledge. They treasure knowledge. When you shine the light on them, they say, oh, thank you. Thank you. That's what I needed. But here we go again. The babbling of a fool, right? When a, when a fool starts to, when someone starts to babble and they go on and on and they're deflecting, like, yeah, 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 and all this kind of stuff. They defend, they dismiss, they deflect. Hmm, they invite disaster. One more. Fools have no interest in understanding. You shine the light and life of a fool, no interest. I don't want to talk about it. This, it's never a good time, right? It's never a good time for a fool to address the things that need to be addressed. And they really only want to air their opinion. Now, immediately, you probably are thinking about someone else right now. 
Well, yeah, all they want to do is just give you what they think. All they want to do is just give you their opinion. You probably are not aware of how often you just default to airing your opinion. So when you think about the wise and the fool, when you think about the person that adjusts themselves to the light versus those who adjust the light, don't just think about other people. Think about yourself. Because honestly, I think we've all been foolish. And perhaps perhaps a, a way to embrace this and to get better at this and to correct this and to adjust ourselves to the light, perhaps a way that we can get to avoiding adjusting the light is to begin with this realization. This is a big aha moment for all of us. There are more things you don't know than there are things you do know. Now, at, at the surface, we're like, well, well, yeah, of course. No, but let that sink in. There are more things that you don't know, a lot more things you don't know than there are things you do know. Now, I know you may know a lot, but you don't know it all. Even in the areas that you know you know something, even in the areas that you know you know a lot, your area of expertise, where you've experienced success or, or other people come to you for advice in that area where you know, you know some stuff, but even in that area, you don't know it all. So there's actually more things, even in our areas of expertise and strength, there's more things we don't know than there are things we do know. We have to start there. Admit that reality. I mean, come on, we know this. The truth is the knowledge base in life is growing and changing so fast, regardless of what you're into, regardless of what your strength is, regardless of what area that someone is trying to help you with, the, the, the knowledge base is growing and changing so fast, whether or not we're talking about the tech world or medical science or business or the construction industry, education. I mean, think about how much we're learning so fast, even when it comes to God. Now, God is not changing, but God's big, and we're constantly learning more and more about who God is. And you have your experiences, right? And the more experiences you have in life, the more you learn, the more you know. I mean, we're constantly having the experience, all of us, in so many areas of life. Well, I never knew that. Well, I never knew that. How did I miss that? Well, that's neat to know kind of thing. And, and so just get comfortable with the fact that you don't know a lot of things, and there are more things you don't know than there are things you do know. And when we stop learning, we stop growing. Listen very carefully. We stop learning, we stop growing. And when we stop growing, we start dying in whatever area that it is we refuse to learn. I get it. I get it. It's hard. It, it's so hard to let the light illuminate what you need to address and how, what you need to know and how you need to grow and where you need to change and what you don't know about yourself. It's so hard to do that. So, and that's why, that's why we hold on to what we do know so tightly. Because deep down we know we don't know a lot, even though we like to act and pretend like we do. And so we hold on to what we do know so tightly. And we refer back to it. Well, this is what I know. Well, this is what I do know. Well, this, I, this right here, this. And we highlight it. And we like to talk about what we do know. Here's why. Because I think we think this. We think knowing something is about strength. And not knowing it is about weakness. Well, if I admit I don't know, well, if I ask this question, well, if they think I don't know what I'm talking about, then we, we associate that with our identity. And we assume that what we know determines who we are 
And so if we don't know what we think we need to know, then we're not who we think we need to be. And that's unfortunate because it's not true. Knowing is not about our identity. Our identity is not determined by what we know and what we don't know. That's what we think and we assume. But here's the truth. The truth is knowing is not about strength. Knowing is actually a gift. It's a kind of like a reward for people who have... Who've, who've done the work of learning and finding out and research and asking questions and adjusting themselves to the light. Yeah, yeah, knowing is a gift that comes with a responsibility, actually, to do something now with what you know. And not knowing, well, first of all, that's just human. That's just being human. There's more things we don't know than there are things we do know, and it brings with it the opportunity to learn, to change to grow. And so what do we need to do? What do we need to do to avoid foolishly adjusting the light? I want to spend the last few minutes we have together giving you something that I think is super simple, super simple, and very, very helpful. I mean, this is so, this is like, it, it almost should be intuitive to us, but it's not. And some of us are going to do this better than others. Personalities, you know, adjust to this and warm up to this better than others. And some of this is going to be very difficult for some of you. But this is where we all need to find ourselves. First of all, we, we don't need to be the kind of people that are adjusting the light. Hard-headed, can't teach us, can't learn anything. We won't, we won't listen. No, this is what we do to learn to adjust ourselves to the light and be wise instead of foolish. Show me, teach me, help me. Show me, teach me, help me. Show me. I mean, what a great place to start. Remain curious. Show me. Be open and willing. Invite feedback and input. Because others have so much that they know that we don't know. You see, there's more that you don't know than there are things you do know. Get comfortable with that. Embrace that and, and show me. Can you show me? I would love if you would show me what you're talking about, what you see that I don't see. Show me. And teach me. Be teachable. Be willing. Be correctable. I mean, none of us enjoy being corrected. And, and yeah, I, I mean, it takes the right person that you can invite that correction from. You just can't take it from just anybody. It's kind of hard, right? You have to kind of earn that right. But for the people who have earned that right to speak into your life, be correctable. Because there's so much to learn, especially and even in areas where you think you already know so much. And help me. Help me. Actually, be vulnerable enough and be humble enough to be helpable. Some people are just not helpable. In fact, those people are foolish. The difference between a wise person and a fool is someone who will openly say, show me, teach me, help me. In fact, it, you might want to say it to yourself over and over again. Show me, teach me, help me. Show me, teach me, help me. And it won't hurt. It won't hurt, even if you said it out loud, together with those that you're watching this with. Show me, teach me, help me. Immediately in my life, I think of some things that well, I, I need to get better at. And, and some of it is more serious than others. Um, right now, 
Uh, my wife Donna and I are talking about the possibility of getting a camper. We don't know. We don't know if we will or not. We're thinking about it. Um, and at the same time, I, I've been doing some, some projects and things uh, around the house where I have seen the need. Maybe, maybe I should get a trailer right behind my truck. And, and to what those two things have in common, a camper and a trailer, is that you pull it behind your truck. And I have absolutely zero, no experience in pulling anything, a trailer or a camper, and especially backing it. Intimidates me to no end because I don't know how to do it. And I know it ain't easy, right? And I know it takes a lot of time to get good at this. My dad never taught me. I was around trailers and boats and campers and all kinds of stuff my whole life, but I was never taught how to do it. And so here's a grown man. I'm intimidated by that. Coupled with the fact that both of my son-in-laws are fantastic at pulling trailers and backing those things into the tightest spaces. And so I've already decided, I, I just really need to tell them both. Hey, hey, Marshall, hey, Arkham, um, those are my son-in-laws. I need you to show me, uh, teach me, help me. Help me learn, teach me, show me what I need to know about backing trailers. Now that's just backing trailers. There are much more, <laughs> more serious things in life that I need to do this with. In fact, as a pastor, this has helped me so much. And I continue to fall back into this as a pastor, as I learn more and more about who God is and, and how to understand the Bible and what it says and what it means by what it says, really. And, and, and this posture of, okay, God, show me what I don't know. Teach me and help me. And as I listen to podcasts and as I read books, read books from authors that I'm familiar with, even authors that maybe I had overlooked in the past and and people that have so much wisdom that I haven't learned from yet, to take that attitude of show me, teach me, help me. It's helping me so much. How about you? Who do you need to look to and where in life do you need to have this attitude? Show me, teach me, help me. What would happen if you brought this attitude to your marriage? I mean, there are things about marriage you still need to learn, right? Regardless of how long, long you've been married. What would happen, husband, if your attitude to your wife was show me? Teach me, help me, as I learn how to love you better. Wife, what if you had that attitude towards your husband? Show me, teach me, help me. What if in your life you had that attitude when it comes to your parenting? Show me, teach me, help me. Or are you so um, hard-headed and, and self-absorbed that you think you know what you're doing and no one can help you. No other parent, no other friend, no other person can speak into your life and help you do what you do as a parent better. That's foolish. That is when you are adjusting the light. And we want to do that. Let's adjust ourselves. Show me. Teach me. Help me. Maybe in your life you experience this at work. and You need to take this attitude to work. Your employer would love it if you brought this attitude to work. Show me, teach me, help me. Show me, teach me, help me. We should have this attitude with politics. We think we know. We think we got it figured out. We should look to the other, the other side of the aisle, someone on the opposite end of the spectrum, and say, show me what you're saying. Can you teach me what, what, what you know about this? And help me understand from your perspective, and especially our relationship with God how much more we would grow closer to, to who Jesus created us to be if we had this attitude. Hey, by the way, students, middle school students, high school students, college students, you will go so far if you learn to live this way. Show me, 
teach me, help me. I mean, one of the hallmarks of adolescence, you just got to know this, whether you like it or not, is that adolescents tend to be great at moving the light, right? You can't teach them nothing. Don't be that way. Determine to look at the light and adjust yourself and grow and change and learn. Show me, teach me, help me. And we need to do this even from unexpected sources, from those who are younger than we are, from those that have less experience. Hey, and how about this? What if we had this attitude, this show me, teach me, help me, to those we disagree with? We've always disagreed with them up until this point. We've never seen eye to eye up until this point. Maybe we won't all agree on everything. It's probably true we never will agree on everything but what if you look to someone you disagree with and say, hey, can you show me what you're talking about? Can you teach me from your perspective? And can you help me understand where you're coming from? Could it be that we've been wrong? Could it be we need to change? Could it be we need to grow? Could it be we need to be wiser? How about someone that you dislike? Well, I'll never listen to them. I just can't stand them. I'll, I'll take it from a lot of people, but I won't take it from them. What if, even from them, and everybody has a them, you looked at them and said, show me, teach me, help me. Where is that for you? I mean, what we're talking about here is the difference between um, pride and humility. Because, see, pride is our default setting, which is kind of most of us, most of the, much of the time. We struggle with pride in ways that we don't even realize it. Our ego and our self-centeredness is just kind of natural. Pride is our default. Humility, though, is a choice. Pride is when we deflect, dismiss, and defend, and we adjust the light. Humility is when we say, give me a gift. Show me. Teach me. Help me. Show me, teach me, help me. Don't be a fool. Stop adjusting the light. When the light is, shine, is shining into your life and you are having to uh, wrestle with what you don't know but you need to learn, what you need to do better, what you need to change, what you need to know and how you need to grow, be wise. Show me, teach me, help me. Let's pray together. Father, this is hard for us. It's hard for me. Help us do this better. Father, give us the wisdom we need to stop adjusting the light and being foolish, and help us to embrace that wisdom once you show us. Father, may we, may we be wise to you, and may we be wise in relationship to others, even those that maybe we dislike or disagree with or never ever thought we could learn anything from. Help us to just have the humble response of show me, teach me, and help me. Father, forgive me, forgive us when we have played the fool. And may we stop adjusting the light 
in the things of our lives that you are trying to help us see and know and places you're trying to help us to grow and go. So, Father, I ask that you would help us take this wisdom to heart and learn and change and grow in wisdom. In Jesus' name, amen.